0: Just go live, man. So one, two, three. <gasps> Ta-da. Howdy. Welcome to the Metallurgy Podcast. I'm Steve. That's Adam. You can't hear me when I talk. Yeah, but I was gonna pause so you could say. <laughs> the
1: thing is, is you can't hear me when the thing's going. Like that's how the soundboard
0: works. Did you play the thing? I played the thing. I did not hear the thing. Well, I definitely played the thing. It definitely did not come through on my end.
1: Okay. The thing played, believe it or not.
0: It'll play again. I'm sure it does, but I mean, I think it's got to be a routing issue on your end then, not mine.
1: Well, what the truck, dude. What the truck indeed. Cool, man. Yeah, the soundboard definitely did something on my end, and I'm glad you couldn't hear any of it, which made that
0: totally awkward. (laughs) Cool. Do we just want to keep rolling right into this, or what do you want to do? Yeah, man. I think you're up first for the the song Stuck in Your Head this week. Sweet. So, the past few days, I've been dipping into a lot of doom metal. I had kind of done that a few months ago, but I'm getting back into it. And one really awesome doom metal band is called Ahab, and their style of doom metal is really cool. It's very moody, I would say. Oh, there it is. There, I can hear <laughs> the soundboard now. <laughs> I was trying to fix it, like, low-key,
1: you know, but uh, oh. it
0: wasn't too low-key. <laughs> Do Metal, anyway, continue. Do Metal, they're kind of moody, they're dark, obviously, but they've got a, a sort of Moby Dick theme, so all of, like, their lyrics are kind of inspired by Moby Dick, their artwork's inspired by it, too. It's really cool. They've got a song off of the album the call of the wretched sea and the song is called old thunder so we'll take a look at that at about a minute and a half in or so it's kind of like slow and calm and then it kind of fills up into this heavier section dude it got super heavy really fast (laughs) yep (laughs) but I just kind of like how like how heavy it is and it's just like it's like it's punching you almost
1: it's the waves crashing man like you're out to sea you know and you're rolling it's like it's like a constant barrage
0: yes exactly So that's Ahab. I really like him. You should check him out. So
1: you say a lot of it is inspired by Moby Dick. Like, are they singing about the whale most of the time? Or are they, like, going into the existential crisis that is Moby Dick? Like,
0: That's a really good question. I haven't delved into the lyrics yet, but I may do that for next time. So we'll see.
1: You know, I couldn't understand what he was saying, but I'm assuming maybe it said whale.
0: Possibly. But part of the reason why I like it is that I can't understand it. So <laughs>
1: See? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So I've been neglecting one of the bands that I try to feature every single time we have an episode. So I figured, okay, let's just feature that band right off the bat. Cool. So August Burns Red, my super, super, super favorite band, they released a new album not too long ago. And they released a a drum playthrough on YouTube not too long ago for the song Paramount. And... Matt Grainer from August Burns Red, like, I really, I really like him as a drummer. You know, I don't know about a person, you know, but I really like him as a drummer, right? (laughs) I just don't, I don't know him well enough. Uh, Matt, if you want to come on the show anytime, just feel free. Reach out to us. (laughs) But the song Paramounts, it's, it's a great August Burns Red song because the, the drums are uh, very, very complex. Like, they're, they're varying. And then you have some nice JB leads and you get a lot of tone a lot of like good mixing before jake comes in with the vocals and just you know typical august burns red fashion they just uh they tear it up so paramount
0: i really like that intro with the effects
1: yeah man Sounds so good, and then just gets better. Oh, the fills, yeah, the those... fills, the fills, the fills. <laughs> those are
0: so good.
1: everything about this song
0: yes so good last fill <laughs> all right good stuff, all the fills
1: <laughs> so this dovetails nicely into our follow-up so yeah i i hadn't featured my favorite band in a long time i hadn't said anything about august burns red but they have been, you know, just kind of keeping their, their chill in the shelter in place. But they actually had to cancel, like, their tour because they were going to be doing a tour with Killswitch, right? They were, like, uh, co-headlining mm-hmm. a tour with them or opening for, for Killswitch, I guess. Yeah. And they had to stop that, like, mid-tour. They got to do, like, one or two shows, and that was it. Oh, jeez. And then they had to get on the plane and go back home because all these venues started canceling. So they released a mini documentary on YouTube about just kind of like that process, what it looked like, and talking about how they're supporting their road crew, right? Because the, the roadies that go with them, you know, they've been with the band for a really long time, and this is really how, like, they make their living, and canceling this tour was like a big shock to them, right? Like, oh, great. Like, how are we going to get paid, right? Mm-hmm. And they had promised these guys, you know, like, a year's worth of work, essentially going around touring, and now there's no work. So they, they set up like a Venmo account and stuff like that. And if you, you know, have a couple dollars to spare and you want to donate to an awesome band and that awesome band's crew, I'll include a link in the show notes to that that Venmo account if you want to throw them some some extra change. Sweet. Obviously, after you've thrown it to all of the necessary programs to help you yeah. through this whole thing, uh, if you still have money left over, then toss them their way.
0: Cool, man. Got to keep the keep the scene
1: alive. That's right, dude. Support your local metal band, or your favorite metal band, in my case.
0: Yes. (laughs) Or your favorite metal band's road crew, in my case. (laughs) There you go. There you go. So I think this puts us into my little underground corner. So... I got back into my regular day job recently, so I think this week I was probably one of my busier weeks with that, and that is doing like video editing stuff, and some of the stuff I was doing this week didn't require a whole lot of listening to it, it was just more like looking at what I was doing, so I got to listen to basically whatever I wanted to in the background. So in that case, I just threw on my Discover Weekly playlist on Spotify, and let me tell you, it has been very good to me this week. A lot of stuff I'm going to feature on here pretty much came right off of that Discover Weekly playlist. So the first band that caught my ear, it's called Firewind. I don't know too much about them, about where they're from, but I did go through most of their discography on Spotify. And oh my goodness, they are definitely a really awesome power metal band, like traditional heavy metal, very similar to like Sabaton in a way. Maybe less synthesizers in some cases, less choir. I know Sabaton does a lot of choir stuff, but Firewind just has really awesome riffs, good grooves. The vocalist does a really good job. The song I want to feature here is going to be off of the album Immortals, which is kind of like a tribute album to the Spartan 300 against the Persian army. So that's really cool. This song is called Vision of Tomorrow. And around three minutes or so, it kind of, I think it's like a chorus section that goes right into like a solo section. And it's really, really awesome. So we'll check that out. No, reminds me of Stradivarius a little bit too, or just the Arctica.
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the Immortals, at least from the Zack Snyder cut, um, they were on the side of the Persian Arc, right? Like Yes. Okay. Okay. It's been a long time since I've watched that historically accurate uh graphic novel movie yes <laughs> i don't want to get too off track but have you seen that they're gonna do the snyder cut of justice league
0: i think i did see something about that yeah yeah so
1: justice league was a horrible movie it was really bad It was a really bad movie <laughs> i mean uh. i love batman right like batman is is my dude like that's 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 my quote unquote superhero, and I put that in quotes because he doesn't have any powers, right? But he's super rich and super smart and super buff, and not Ben Affleck. So the Justice League was just arguably bad. It was a hor- it was a bad movie. And everyone was like, "Oh, I want the Zack Snyder cut because Joss Whedon took over at the very end, right? Like, even though they mm-hmm. had done all the, the the filming and stuff like that, and Joss Whedon like brightened it all up and changed all the color, whatever." Yeah. Um. So everyone's like, "Release the Snyder cut," which never existed, right? There was never a Snyder <laughs> cut. But and now they're like, mm, "Let's cash in on this Twitter, you know, rant," and they're gonna do it. They, I guess, they started it. So they're now recutting this this film with footage to be the Snyder cut, and. I have no idea what to expect.
0: Yeah, okay. So when you say recut, does that mean, like, everything's basically just going to be re-edited? Or is, like, the story still going to be relatively the same from start to finish?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, you can assume that the story, like, at least the main plot points of the story are going to be the same. But probably a lot of, like, the in-between scenes, right, or a lot of scenes that maybe didn't make the final cut of, like, just filler or... I guess not necessarily explaining or lore building, but just like filling in the gaps between certain things or more character development, possibly. I actually, you know, that's the thing is like, no one knows, right? The Snyder cut could, could come out and be like worse than the original cut. Like,
0: Oh man, that's a low bar. That would be hilarious if it was, if it is, (laughs) it's, it's it's
1: really possible because like, I, I just can't see what would make that movie like great, you know? Cause it was, Mm. it already struggled from only developing like one character uh, or potentially two characters. One of them who is, you know, like, I don't know, man Man of steel, like they never really developed Superman as a character anyway. Right. They just Mm -hmm. had some crazy epic fight scenes where they're like, look, he does this thing and then, oh no, he kills somebody. And it's like, dude, what? (laughs) This is the first big battle he's had. Like big whoop, you know, like whatever. They made this whole big dilemma thing. And then they bring in Batman. You know, Batman is a very complex character. And if you read, like, the comics, like, Batman's got a lot of stuff going on. He's got a lot of demons in his, in uh, a lot of skeletons in his closet. And they bring Batfleck over, and Batfleck's just all buff. And, you know, like, his mom's name is Martha, and so is Superman's. And I guess, you know, that means that they have to be best friends. So. (laughs) Makes sense to me. (laughs) Great. Yeah, makes sense (laughs) to the writers, too. Ugh. So I I don't know I don't know what to expect but the Snyder Cut is coming okay so Snyder like I said he's he's a very good historian you know okay when he made that that movie 300 it was it was exactly how it went down back in the
0: day yeah I mean like that's exactly how I envisioned it for sure
1: <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> the weird scary monster dude who ratted them out you know like that that was it.
0: Yeah, pretty and everyone's much man.
1: Super super ripped and buff and Yeah. You know, they all growl at people. <laughs> I I do like the high kick off the off the cliff type thing that they got going on there.
0: Yeah, that's pretty there's, cool. There's there's Sparta. It's like, "Oh, he killed the messenger." <laughs> yeah, don't shoot the messenger, but you just did. With your I won't foot, shoot him, but I will kick him down the hole. <laughs>
1: And also, everything in, in back in that time happened in slow motion. Everything.
0: Everything,
1: right? That's why all it took it. so long. <laughs> People got down and dirty
0: in slow-mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. It was all in slow motion. Uh, all in slow motion. All right. So, I think we were trying to come up with a topic for this week and couldn't come up with anything specific. So, today's just going to be kind of a random smattering of songs that we've been listening to recently. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's okay. why I was stalling so long on the Snyder Cut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So we're going to pull our little zipper thing again. So I have one extra song than you, so I will start this off. So the first one on my list here, I started listening to a little bit more Opeth, something that I've been wanting to do for a while, is dig a little bit more into their catalog. I listened to the album Ghost Reveries, and I believe this is the first track off that album called Ghost of Perdition. It's a really awesome track. They've got a lot of really good tracks, but this one in particular, kind of building up again right to right before the solo section. It's got this really cool, kind of intricate like rhythm. But then when that so- guitar, lead guitar, kicks in with the solo, it just really hits the right note. Um, so we'll take a listen to that here. We got like this nice like clean harmony section. Oh, yeah, right there.
1: Bam.
0: I feel like these guys are really good at, like, setting the mood.
1: this was not the mood I was expecting but it's the mood I wanted
0: right it's like you never expect what's coming but as soon as it gets there you're just like yes this is perfect almost reminds me of Tool like in some some of this a little bit as far as like the syncopation goes
1: yeah syncopation I was just gonna say it's got Tool syncopation on on some of the riffs yeah. In, in the vocal, you know, the way they're lining up the vocal beats, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, get some double bass action in there. But see, you didn't have to wait eight minutes for the uh, the buildup for this one. Right? I know. You only had to wait, like, four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, was this? Yeah, you're right. It is four minutes. <laughs> okay, half the time. That's, that's, that's uh, you know... They're just a more efficient tool. <laughs> <laughs> Opeth, just a more efficient tool. <laughs> just a better tool for the job.
0: <laughs> oh, there we go. That's the one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I kind of mentioned the, the new music that I was listening to in the last episode, right? We, we, just in passing in, in the wrap up, right? And it was Havoc's new album. So Havoc, you know, you first showed me this band, man, long time ago. I think before we even doing the podcast. Yeah, because I was
0: still in Wisconsin. I remember this.
1: Yeah, dude, still so far away. Half the country away.
0: hmm So
1: Havoc released a new album and listened to that from start to finish. And we talked about, like, dude, this album is epic. How did they one-up themselves in the last one, right? So I've listened to that album probably, like, three different times, um, start to finish. It's it's. Just a good album, just good all around. But one of the songs when we were when we were talking about doing this random episode, when I looked at this and I was like, I gotta pick a song. You've been plagued for the last like couple weeks with some technological struggles, right? Like you and technology have not been getting along very well. You guys have been fighting a lot, right? Yes. <laughs> so how fitting for Havoc on their new album to have a song called Betrayed by Technology. And how fitting for that song to be awesome. And how fitting for that song to fit right into our random episode
0: i know i just have to say that thank you havoc i feel seen (laughs) (laughs) notice
1: me oh thank you you did (laughs) oh
0: thanks thanks all right let's get this going
1: yes Yes. put all the elements together you're making a good
0: dish yes
1: and yes you know it's kind of like when you're booting up a computer right you do post right well, you do you really do post anymore everything has efi now and i guess efi still does a form of post but you don't go through the bios anymore it's all efi so a little bit different but still you, you gotta pull up your bootstraps right yeah make sure that the shoes are all good to go before you start running yeah, definitely. That's why they call computers booting, right? Pulling up their bootstraps.
0: Yup. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. Uh, uh, all right. Anything else you want to say about that track? That whole album is amazing.
1: And like you said, I know you feel seen because you were betrayed by technology, but now you 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 can't be mad because it's 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 a good. It's a good song.
0: It is a good song. And the way things have been going recently, at least like in the past like week or so, it, things, it seems like technology is like starting to listen and cooperate. So maybe we're putting all of that behind us now. <laughs>
1: yeah, you were betrayed. And then you kicked it into the hole and said,
0: no, no, this is metallurgy. There's <laughs> <laughs> a good clip. Uh, All right. So moving on to my side of the zipper here, one band that came up in my Discover Weekly playlist is a band called Shokran. Never heard of them before. They've got an album called Exodus, and they released two versions of this album, just a regular one with vocals and all of that, and then an instrumental version. The one that popped up in my playlist was the instrumental one, probably because I listen to so much to instrumental music. So the song that came up here is called Revival of Darkness. They're kind of like genty a little bit, but they incorporate some other cool instruments that make it sound unique and kind of set it apart from other genty bands. So we'll kind of get through a quiet intro, um, right before it starts to pick up here. Do I detect
1: a hint of gent? <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> <sighs> oh.
1: Oh, no, no. We baste this in gents. Yes. It's marinated in gents for three days.
0: <laughs> yeah. Marinated for three days. Cook it on low at like 250, based every 30 minutes. <laughs> in gents. <laughs> gents. <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminded me a little bit of like uh, Within the Ruins or I think All Shall Perish, I think is another one, um, but definitely has those kind of vibes. Yeah.
1: I can can see the Within Ruins, because I know I featured, like, one of their instrumental songs, I think, at one point in time. Yeah, this... I get that feeling. Now, this is the instrumental track. Does that imply that there is a vocal track as well?
0: Yes. uh, So, they do have um, a vocal track that goes over this. So, like, it's already, like... It stands pretty strong on its own as an instrumental track. So, like, adding vocals is just, like, man, that's a lot of seasoning. <laughs> are the vocals also genty or are we going to get, you know, some like <laughs> something to offset the gent? No, I think they're still pretty gent. Like they're kind of like the low growls and then like they've got some clean singing here and there. Pretty common for gent bands, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I think we've talked about this a couple times, right? Like we had our favorite instrumental tracks in metal, um that we did a while back, but there's nothing more that I love than when a band releases an album and then also releases the instrumental version of that album. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, more bands, please just do that. Like, and I don't want to like give vocalists a bad rap or anything like that. You know, I don't, I don't want to to do that. But in, in most modern mixes, right? Like most of the mixes, the vocals are heavily favored over every single instrument, right? Like that's just Mm -hmm. how it is. So in, especially in metal, like you miss so much of the intricacies of, you know, just playing and, between rhythm, bass, you know, drums, all, all of it, like a lot of it kind of gets not necessarily overshadowed, but it is harder to pick up and appreciate when the vocal tracks are there. And like you said, vocal tracks are great. You know, like I, I do like it, but I also like a study mix where I can listen to my favorite album without the vocals to distract me. And that is, that is, that is a beautiful thing. So I know darkest hour does that for a lot of theirs. Protest a hero has done that for a couple of their albums too. And mm, whenever I get a chance to, I always download the deluxe version that also has instrumental tracks.
0: I completely agree with all of that. And to kind of add to that, too, I think it's cool because it kind of gives you a chance to like if you are an aspiring metal vocalist, it gives you like a free karaoke track to then practice your vocals on, which I think is super awesome because I'm wanting to do more metal vocals for myself. And I feel like. I need something to practice on and I don't have much to go with unless I was going to make my own, which that takes a lot of time. Like fans, please just release instrumental versions along with your regular versions, please. So we can all become better metal vocalists. For sure.
1: i telling you, man, driving in the car, you turn it up real loud. Right. And then you can you can get your scream on.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: It's great, too, when you're in traffic
0: yes you get just mad at everyone's like why aren't we going
1: <laughs> one of the things that i that i don't miss i mean in this whole shelter in place thing is you know i don't miss there being traffic you know me i am neither. perfectly okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I know it's like an ordeal to go out and you know go shopping and stuff like that or go anywhere but when i do i'm really happy that i don't have to deal with tons of cars on the road
0: right for sure
1: so funny you mentioned, you know, kind of a genti band because the next band that I have is also kind of like a little bit genti. Like they definitely have a lot of the the genti kind of like riffage going on there. And it's a band that I discovered a long time ago and I've never featured them because. Oh, man, how do I say this politely? There's just enough emo in them to make it not feel like metal. Right. Like. Okay. Again, let's 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 say if this was an instrumental band like you're like okay th- this is metal. But let's just say that the vocal track you know definitely like offsets, right? The, offsets the overpowering of of the metal, right? T- taking it down uh turn, toning it down a bit. You know, it's like when you serve your hot wings with ranch, right? With cool ranch. <laughs> Emphasis on
0: the cool. <laughs> Emphasis on the cool.
1: <laughs> See, the clean singing in metal is just the cool ranch, you know. It's like people get their spicy wings and some of them dip it in the blue cheese or the cool ranch you know, which is the the clean singing vocals and other people are peers and like, Psh, I can take the heat and they just eat the wing, right? Like both are fine, right? Like, I mean, like you, you can enjoy both of them, but you know, spicy, you know, meat puts a hair on your chest, you know? <laughs> so the band is I Am Abomination. And the EP that I listened to was, I think is called Passion of the Heist. And that came out in like 2011. And from what I recall, that entire EP is like all about an alien abduction or aliens kind of like taking over the planet,
0: hmm. I believe. Interesting. It was,
1: yeah, yo, know, it was, it was, it was, it was a trip. They have in one of the intros kind of like you know just uh, sound effects of like. This guy running, he's like, what do you want? No, who are you?" Oh my God. <laughs> and it's like weird alien buzzy noises. It's like war of the Worlds, you know, another Tom Cruise movie that, uh, yeah, there we great, go. There but we Tom go. Cruise is a horrible person. Man, see, this going to be my thing is, uh, August Burns Red and, uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to add any sound effects for Tom Cruise or can I reuse the same one? Tom Cruise.
0: No, we got to get his crazy laugh sound effect. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. So I am
1: Abomination. They came out with a new album recently. They just released it, and that is Passion of the Heist Two. So oh. you know, nine years later, like after nice. EP releases, like part two. <laughs> nice. But there's a song on there, probably one of the most popular songs, which is called lamb to the Slaughter. And you, you'll see what I mean. That you know, like you take a bite of the hot wing when the set when the track starts, and then the next bite that you take, you take, you definitely dip it in the in the blue cheese or the cool ranch because you know. It's a hot wing. Man, that lead is so cool. Do you like the tone? And then Steve's out. I'm so
0: torn though because it's got the blast beats and then the vocals. Are just like yeah, I, I want to like it so much, but, oh, <laughs> I
1: can't. I, really want to, but just, just, shh. just, just.
0: Shh. Uh, vocalist, can you just get abducted already, please? <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. Yeah, see, so, so, so that was my thing. Is like, um, I do like these songs to play. You know, the air guitar too, right? And then I do like, I do like clean singing in the car, and I don't think we've mentioned that, right? Like, but clean singing in the car is also one of like the most relaxing things to do for me. Yeah, especially if I'm driving. You know, like it's good to get get your metal on and everything like that. But then sometimes I just kind of like want to like chill back and just like belt out. You know, some some things. And this is like, you can have your cake and eat it too. You know. So that's the way I look at it. (laughs) But I I totally feel how you're torn, man. It's like, you're like, oh, but. But no,
0: dang it. (laughs) It's just like with that type of guitar playing and that type of drum playing, I've heard that in so many like other extreme bands that I love. And then. They got the better vocals. <laughs> and then this comes along and it's just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a real, it's, it's a pretty big buzzkill, but I still like that guitar lead in the, in the There you zone. go. There you go. <laughs> Consolation prize. It's, that one should have made the exceptions list, dude.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. So I thought I kind of like did something similar with the Trey one. Right. Because like mm, yep. that for me was the big exception, right. Cause yeah, I, I can choose that with this one, but I still objectively, like, like this, you know, for, for me. Mm-hmm. It, it could have been, like, yeah, an exception on your list. But for me, Atreyu just as a band was... Uh, that's rabble, true. rabble, rabble. Listen to the last
0: episode, <laughs> rabble, rabble.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, moving right along on my side here. There's a band that I've listened to for quite a while now, and they're called Aventasia and it's a side project of the lead singer of Ed Guy. His name is Tobias Sammet. I may have featured this band before, maybe once or twice. I can't remember. But one thing that Tobias likes to do is bring on guest musicians from other metal bands. The track that i'm going to feature here is called book of shallows off of the album Glow. this track is really awesome because there's like at least five or six guest vocalists on here they all take like a few lines in each verse and chorus and stuff and it's Wait, a really awesome in this one song there are yes five, in this one song it's crazy so i looked at the wikipedia here We've got, let's see, one vocalist named Jorn Landa, Linda? I don't know. He's Norwegian. I can't pronounce that correctly. He's in a lot of bands that I haven't heard of. It looks like Ark, Beyond Twilight, Millennium, Vagabond, and The Snakes. He's also in the power metal band Masterplan which I've heard of them, and they're cool. I'll have to feature them sometime. There's another vocalist, Bob Catley. He's an English singer and musician. He's in a British rock band called Magnum. Haven't heard of them. There's Eric Martin, who is the vocalist for Mr. Big. That was the kind of like side project of Paul Gilbert after he left Racer X, which was like really big in the 80s. Then there's Ronnie Atkins, who is in the band Pretty Maids. I haven't heard of them before, but he's got a, a good voice. Then there's Michael Kisuke, and I just tried really hard to pronounce that correctly because I always mispronounce it and say Kai Kisuke from Guilty Gear X2. Yeah, I was going to say like... <laughs> but this is where Kai Kisuke gets, gets his The latter half of his name is from Michael Kisuke, who is um, originally in the uh, power metal band uh, Halloween. Then there's also Jeff Tate, who used to be in Queensryche. Holy smokes, dude. Candace Knight, who is married to Richie Blackmore, who's a really popular guitarist. He used to play with Rainbow back in the day when Dio was in Rainbow. Then there's Hansi Kirsch, who we know is in Blind Guardian, as well as Demons and Wizards. And then there's Mila Petrosa, who is also in Creator. So just a huge lineup of vocalists from a wide variety of rock and metal bands, which I think is super rad. Wow. So we'll go ahead about 30 seconds in or so as part of the verse, we'll goes into the chorus. We won't get to catch all of the vocalists, but we'll get to hear some of them here.
1: Getting the getting the power metal vibes. Yep.
0: Double bass. I'm trying to catch the some of the leads. Yeah. I feel like there's gotta be some coming up. There we go. Oh yeah. There it is. that rhythm riff is kind of cool too yeah 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 so that's what i was
1: kind of listening to the dang skype always with messing with like giving me like just a little bit right like i know how you feel yep (laughs) yeah you know you can't appreciate the music over over skype luckily we give everyone else the full quality We (laughs) we only
0: subject ourselves to the
1: skype filter
0: the things we suffer for the audience, <laughs> the Skype pedal, yeah, yep, pretty much.
1: I'm gonna make that Skype pedal. I'm gonna make a virtual Skype pedal,
0: which <laughs> just you know, a virtual Skype, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like just a plugin, you know, like yeah, so like filtering yeah. and like a bit crusher, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and I'll just throw in some, you know, just like a bunch of hiss,
0: a bunch of high frequency hiss. Yep, yeah, and if there's any other instrument playing, you don't hear it at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just it noise gets everything, ducks everything else, compressor everything. Oh, oh. man, sidechain all of it. Yep. Sweet. So one of the bands that has been on my list to try to listen to because I, I hear lots of good things about this band, and uh, YouTube keeps recommending this band to me all the time. Right? Like, there's like, hey, you you like all these other bands? Like you should you should watch this. And it's ginger or ginger. <laughs> Sorry, I, I couldn't help it. It's I all had good. To, I had to. I had to do the funny pronunciation of the, the joke that we did in the in the pre-show. Yes. So ginger, like I'm all for you know female vocalists in metal, unless your name is Taylor Momsen. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> So seeing another like awesome female vocalist who does growls and, you know, like screams and stuff like that, I was like, yeah, sign me up. Right. But I could never really get I, I just I never really felt I wasn't feeling Ginger, you know, like I just wasn't I wasn't feeling it. So this this came up because they keep popping up in my playlist, right? Like it just it just it's always there. And every time like I I, I listen for a little bit and I'm like, OK, OK, I see it. Okay, and no, no, no. And I just don't feel it. And then I have to move on to the next track, right? Or I just, I'm just not in the right mood. So I'm hoping either you can convince me or maybe show me something that's going to get me in the right mood. Right now, I know off their latest album, there's a song called Judgment and Punishment, which to me starts off like in the right direction. But then, like, yeah, 45 seconds in, I'm kind of like, okay, well, I'm just not, I'm just not feeling it. But maybe you can convince me otherwise.
0: Maybe. Let's take a listen here. So it's super heavy. It is. It actually reminds me of Periphery almost. And I went through a Periphery phase the last couple of days too. Like it's mixed really well. Like you can hear everything very clearly. Yeah, they didn't use a Skype pedal. Yeah. Right. Then we get into some reggae <laughs> Yeah you know It's, it's a breakdown
1: <laughs> Yeah right like whiplash <laughs>
0: Alright so here's my thing with ginger <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy who knows <laughs> This is, I think, one of the first bands where they are less than the sum of their parts, in my opinion. Like, I like each of their individual, like, sections individually. Like, they're all great. Like, they're very talented at what they do. But I just feel like they kind of just, like, they have, like, songwriting, like, ADD almost. They're just like, oh, well, I'm doing this right now. And we just put that in this song. And then, oh, we should go into this because this is what I thought of right now. And then kind of moving on from there, like it it almost seems like maybe they're just kind of going from random thought to random thought, not really thinking about like the song and the mood and trying to like keep a cohesive like mood throughout, you know, but like I feel the same as you like they're they are a good band, but like I have a hard time liking them more.
1: (laughs) So. Okay, so yeah, what what they're lacking in your mind is just something like a core, right? Like, or something to to hold everything together, right? Like, it's fine if you want to flare off in this direction or that direction, but still have something back that you that you come to, and mm-hmm. it, like to to your point, like they seem kind of like scattered, right? It's just kind of like shotgun out in all directions, you know, nothing to ground you in in the music. And this song in particular, right? Like, this is a, a definite like showcase of that where. It's like you start off in like a, you know, pretty mellow intro, you get super heavy and you break down into your reggae section Right? you're like, what's going on now? And then you go back into heavy and then the chorus comes in and you're a little funky, you know, a little groovy, like it is a a journey, right?
0: Yes, (laughs) a journey indeed.
1: Which, which I enjoy a lot of the times, but like, you know, same thing. I haven't been able to make it through like a full album yet. Still waiting for, for that, that perfect ginger album, you know, from start to finish that three course meal.
0: I think for me, like if you're going to be hitting so many different sort of moods or tones or ideas, like you need some more time to kind of develop those to like make those transitions not so sudden, you know, like I think there's other bands where when they have, say, like 15 minute long songs, they have the time to kind of flow through those different ideas in a less jarring way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I don't got 15 minutes to listen to one song. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. And that's probably where they're just like, yeah, people don't have 15 minutes to listen to a song. So we'll just do it in four and a half minutes. <laughs> but it loses the effect.
1: You can't go zero to 60 in three... Oh, wait, you can go zero to 60 in three seconds. Just and it's depends actually really the cool car. if you do.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, that's why you got to you get your electric car. You know, like immediate torque to the ground, you know, powertrain yep. directly to the ground, like direct translation. Yep. But sustained speed on electric cars is is tough. It's
0: tough. Yep. Yep. All right. So I'll continue on with my side here. One band that I've listened to for quite a few years now is called Winterfelleth. They are an atmospheric black metal band. I think they're from the UK. Really good. Just really solid music throughout. They came out with an album somewhat recently. I can't remember if it was this year or last year. The album's called The Reckoning Dawn. On that album is a song called Absolved in Fire. They definitely are really good at kind of flowing between like calmer sections and then building up into like faster or heavier sections. So we'll take a listen here around the two minute mark or so. It starts to build up from like a slower section. I believe in the in the intro they have like a a cello with like uh, some clean or acoustic guitar work and then they slowly start incorporating some of the distorted guitar and then it gets into like the main part of it. So this is where, like, the distorted guitars first start coming in.
1: Bam, bam, okay. Like that?
0: And then we get into our typical black metal stuff. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. It's like, we're ramping up. Okay, now we've reached uh, cruise control. We've reached our cruising altitude of black metal, so (laughs) feel free to roam around the cabin.
0: Yes. Anyway, it just keeps going for a very long time. (laughs) And I think, like... (laughs) Okay, this is the thing about black metal. You have to love blast beats. You have to love, like, the very minor intricacies of, like, how you can change up a blast beat groove. If you can't pick up on that, black metal's probably not for you. I just love how you're, like...
1: And it goes on like this for a really long time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's almost a 10-minute song. Like, I think this is one of the few where they're under, like, in the single digit of minute marks. (laughs) So... My eyes get wide, like... (laughs) Uh. But anyway, what? they're a really awesome band. If you want to explore some uh, really cool black metal, go check them out.
1: So you, you've you mentioned that your Spotify curated playlist has been like on point for you, right? Like it's it's been it's been a pretty solid ride. So I decided to look up like an editor curated playlist on my streaming platform. And I was browsing through the, the metal ones that they have because they usually have like a pretty decent selection, right? There's like, oh, here's the, you know, like black metal essential list or here's like a good mix of like riffs, like heavy riffs. So there was one that came up called Groove Metal. And I was like, ooh, all right. Like, I'm feeling some groove metal. Like, that that would be good, right? So I'm like, what's on this list, right? So they start off with some Lamb of God. They move to, like, some Pantera, you know, some, like, typical, yeah, groovy, groovy metal. So then they go full dad metal on you. And they're like, hey, you know what? You know what's really groovy that all the dads are into these days? Is the FFDP, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So I had listened to Five Finger Death Punch. Oh man, a long time ago, and I remember there was a, a a guy I worked with who really loved this band, like really loved this band. And I recognize this band because it, it's like a super group, if I'm not mistaken, right? Isn't it like a,
0: or did it start that way, or is it just that it might be? But this is where like I didn't even pay attention enough to know. <laughs> yeah, so like
1: Motograder, right? Because the 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 lead singer, the vocalist, he's from Motograder, and I remember like first hearing Motograder. And that was, like, the really heavy, like, low-end stuff before heavy, low-end stuff was, like, commonplace and metal. We were like, whoa, like, what are mm-hmm. they, how are they making these sounds? Like, this is so just out there. And the Motor Grader album, which, like, had the the really funky thing, too, back when, you know, tracks on CDs were a thing, right? Where they would do the reverse uh, lettering of the track as, like, mm. an intro, which was just, like, noise almost. And then they'd have the the track. And they'd alternate, they'd back and forth, they'd zipper themselves. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and zipper their own songs. And I really enjoyed Motograder. I really, really liked it. So it was like when Five Finger Death Punch came out, I'm like, oh, this this sounds just like Motograder, but it's the dad butt rock version of Motograder. <laughs> <laughs> so... I was, needless to say, I was really disappointed when this came up in my groove metal playlist and I actually paused at the track and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, did something happen? <laughs> and, no. I back, <laughs> and I looked at the playlist. I'm like, nope, sure enough, here it is. I'm like, Whoop, I'm going to have to remember this one. So immediately it went on the outline. So five-finger death punch, the, the song that came up for me was called Bulletproof and it's got a good riff, right? I think we, we've determined that it has a pretty decent riff, but much like you said, you know, in black metal, let's just ride that for 10 minutes, like they ride this riff for you know full three and a half minutes.
0: It's not a bad riff. No, it's just it
1: just stopped. You can take the money. You can two measures take ago the now. And take also like what's what what's with the speak You know, thing going on. You won't break no matter how hard you try, it's like, you, you know, when Hatebreed failed now. and like Hatebreed never caught on? Oh, so like oh, these guys are like, let's do Hatebreed again, but like a little more dead though. <laughs> see, there Hate it Breed is. With <laughs> singing. There it is. It's Hatebreed with Clean Singing.
0: <laughs> yep. No and oh, the oh, riff oh, keeps oh, wait, we're going back to that
1: <laughs> so oh, guys, man. what's the groove gonna be for this? The guitar riff, like, okay, cool. Are we gonna switch it up at all? It's like, no, no, just just the guitar riff. Like, oh, so timing, like, do you want to lay down like a clay track? No, just the guitar riff's is fine. Just put the guitar, like, the guitar riff on them. We'll we'll follow that.
0: You want to like vary it up a little bit, like try a different, like try to uh, different key or like different syncopation. That sounds like a lot of work.
1: Can we just take that one take that we have that looks really good and just you know repeat that? Just. <laughs>
0: copy and paste bro copy and paste work smarter not harder That's
1: right man keep keep it going
0: <laughs> We got to crank out like 18 more of these songs like please
1: just Yeah we're yeah, on a time schedule done.
0: here like we just got to get this done
1: <laughs> I got to drop my kid off at soccer practice in like 10 minutes like let's finish this up
0: <laughs> Oh boy the ultimate dad rock That's right dude
1: dad metal is a thing Uh I mean I think
0: you got I think you got the the last zipper right yes i do so i didn't think about this initially but this kind of like is a nice like ending cap to the whole doom metal thing because i started out with doom metal and now i'm ending it so when i was listening to ahab earlier this week i was kind of putting it on the background while i was doing uh, some of my wood burning projects um, which is really cool because it's like the songs are usually a lot longer there's a lot of time for them to kind of develop. So when I'm wood burning, I'm kind of losing track of time anyway. So as I'm hearing this, it's just like a good way to kind of ingest that type of metal. So after listening to Ahab, I just put on like a radio. You can do like artist radio. So one of the bands that came up on Ahab radio is called forest of shadows they've got an album called among the dormant watchers and on there is a track called drowned by guilt and about two minutes in really kind of sets the tone for like what this band is all about so again similar to ahab it's really slow really heavy
1: heavy but it's like a lot of doom metal right like they lean into the heavy too much right uh, ahab was kind of trending towards that for me right like it was like a, like you said it was punching you in the face right this one like they they let the sustain kind of ring out long enough to hit you know the next beat mm-hmm. which i enjoy
0: yeah i think like the progressions in this track are really good like it's fairly simple but like it has a more like epic feel in my opinion because they they're adding like a few other instruments in the background too like some flutes and I think they may use strings at some point too so just kind of that blending of instruments too like really gives it a an awesome kind of feel in my opinion nice yeah
1: well started with doom metal ended with doom metal and it took us you know about as long as a doom metal track did about yeah. No. <laughs> I nailed it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The doom metal trifecta. Yes. <laughs> Start off doom, end in doom, and end in doom. Minute track songs or doom yes. minute? No, so doom metal track minutes. How many doom metal track minutes is this? Ooh, yeah. Like, like one. That. Like it's a new unit of measure, you know. Yes, doom <laughs> metal track. Right. <laughs> How many doom metal tracks is it? Three.
0: Oh, Three. geez, that's forever, man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've been sheltering in place for three doom metal tracks, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe
1: maybe it has to like go tracks, albums, and playlists, right? Like, <laughs> oh, okay. So we've been
0: in it's we've like, been in, sheltering in place for three doom metal albums. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect, perfect. I like it.
1: Yeah, playlists are like years, you know.
0: Like, yeah, <laughs> totally. I love it. I love it. So as some
1: wrap up here, I I accomplished a thing. I, I accomplished a thing I haven't been able to accomplish since I was three years old. Right? <gasps> I finally beat A Link to the Past, Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. I finally beat it.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> I held up the Triforce. I did my thing. I was like, ah, oh, I got yes. it. I got the thing. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Like, it's kind of surreal, right? Because I remember getting to the Dark World in Links to the Past and be like, this, this difficulty curve just spiked a ton. Like, I. Everything here kills me super fast. (laughs) (laughs) This is rough. Yeah. And getting through Eastern Palace was always like a a, a chore for me. So after I got through Eastern Palace, I was like, all right, all right, I got to finish the rest of this. And I only had to look at a walkthrough like, I think twice, but I watched enough speed runs to kind of know how to get through the rest of it. So I guess that was kind of my own walkthrough. Yeah. But yeah, man, thank goodness for the Nintendo Switch and the SNES online service, because then I got to play it and felt so accomplished beat the thing, and then I went back after that because I was missing, like, four items, and I went and I got all the items. Nice. I think I'm at 100% completion. No, 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 I still need to do all the hard pieces. Okay. Oh. Who cares?
0: I mean, if it took you this long to just, like, beat it, then, like... I would say, like, it's just a win all around.
1: (laughs) If it took me 27 years to beat it, you know, I don't think uh, 100%ing it is, uh, I don't think we need to worry about that. It's
0: necessary, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's, you know, like, with Breath of the Wild, right? I beat that game, and then I went and I did all the shrines, and then you can go do all the Korok seeds, right? And there's so many Korok seeds. And I'm just looking around, and I'm looking at the map, and I've looked at how much I've played that game, which is over 100 hours, and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to 100% this game. I'm I'm just okay with that. I've I've yeah. made peace with that never going to be able to do it. Yeah, I mean, it will take me 30 doom metal playlists to beat that game. 100%. There you
0: go. There you go.
1: Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You can follow us on Twitter at MetallurgyCast and on Facebook as Metallurgy Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email guitar at metallurgycast.com or click the submit follow-up link in the show notes. If you've got a minute, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach other headbangers across the globe. If you have questions, thoughts, song or artist recommendations, please let us know share the podcast with a friend and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes when they drop.
0: Uh-huh. Hey, all right. Ooh, first try. Ooh. Yeah. First try with a, but an actual new, first try, an actual first try with like a somewhat new configuration too on things like, man, we're doing okay. Dude,
1: you got this on lockdown, you know?
0: Well, I have to because that's what I am on well, yeah, that was a bad one <laughs> so but but yeah, that's
1: that's my problem with uh with checklists is like yeah, I'm doing them, but I'm also like just adding more to them. I don't think I'm ever gonna like be at a point where I'm cool, I'm
0: done, you know like i'm I'm good. the last thing on that to do list is to finish your to-do list let's do meta man <laughs> don't want to be that guy
1: <laughs> i just rather a thing you know like pop up like when you finish a list and it says like congratulations you have finished everything it's like congratulations you've reached the end of the internet like i want that you know achievement unlocked type thing i want the xbox achievement for
0: yes yes here we go Completing
1: my to-do list